Welcome to the Founders Conversation with Insight Now. You can watch these conversations live on Facebook and YouTube. We hope that you enjoy today's episode. Okay, here we are. It's live. Yeah, live. we're live. Uh, we're Tuesday live. night, my time. Uh, Wednesday morning, your time. Yeah, and um, today we're Peterless. <laughs> oh, so it's so sad to not have the rock. Oh yeah, I know. I mean, you're going to have to step up your game and and quote scriptures and exactly where they are and their references just to fill in for Peter. Today. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, uh, well, we're 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 happy for everybody who's on uh, our live stream today. Make sure you like and follow and all that, as well as uh, get the podcast wherever you get podcasts. You can get the insight now. I think we're almost caught up, and those should be uh, available. Um, if you listen, like to listen later, this is a great opportunity, but you just don't get the joy of interacting with us. No, and so the joy, whether you're on YouTube, if maybe you don't like Facebook, go on YouTube uh, and you can watch the live streams there as well. Just got to make sure you get the notifications on YouTube. So Mark, hmm. you know, we're, we're going to dive in. Where do we, we start? Are gonna today? Dive in. Where, where, where do we start today, sir? Well, um, I, th I think it's, um, you know, something that we talk about um, a lot or, or a number of things that we talk about a lot. And we talk about them because they're, they're quite significant. Yeah. I think today we want to talk about um, people's influence or the place of um, their metron, you know, wow. the, the, the sphere of influence. Right. Um, and you know what does that look like? Because we because we know that the the gifts and callings of God are irrevocable. Correct. So God's not going to change His mind. So if we imagine that the gift or the calling or whatever that you, we have to to function in in making a difference in this world is like a vehicle, you know, it's like yeah. a, a vehicle. I think that's what you Americans say, don't you? V yeah. Vehicle. Um, sure. So, um, and then the fuel that goes in it, right? Yeah. The fuel, not, not the petrol. The petrol. The gas. Yes. Um, that goes into that, <laughs> powers that vehicle, right? If it doesn't have any, if it doesn't have any gas, you still have a vehicle, but it ain't going anywhere. Right. Right. And I think that um, really discovering, and perhaps what we'll talk about today is how do you discover um, your sphere of influence your mm -hmm. your metron um and and what does it look like what does it look like when you have um some uh influence or you have some some anointing you have some calling into that particular area because we're not called into every single every area if you're trying to be all things mm -hmm. to all areas or all people you, you're really going to come into a a, a a place of great disappointment because yeah. You know, it's it's just not it's just not possible. So, what do you, well, what do you think about that? So well, that's I something think, we should dive into. Yeah, let's do it because um, sometimes we experience disappointment because we we have believed a narrative or we believed something either about ourselves or about our gift mix or about our identity that then makes us assume that what our area of influence is. 
Yep. And we think, well, I'm passionate about this, so this must be my area of influence. And um, I think that we've got great examples in Scripture where, um, uh, you know, Paul wanted to go into Asia and have influence there, and the Holy Spirit said, no, right? That's not where you're called in this mm -hmm. time. And um, and he was passionate about it and yet wasn't allowed to go mm -hmm. there. And I think that sometimes we can uh, become delusional, uh, we can delude ourselves or become double-minded yeah. or we can yeah. have some level of of not just lacking clarity, but maybe even confusion around what where our influence actually lies because mm -hmm. we have so many different things speaking to us about our identity and about mm -hmm. our gifts, about our calling, about all these different things. And and Metron is a it's the word means measure. Right. It's a measure. It's a limit. It's uh, there's an amount to it. And um, yep. that's why I think it's important to, you know, be able to say, OK, well, what is my Metron in this season? What is the what is the thing that I'm called to? Because we know that God does change that. Yep. You know, um, you might have a season where you're just focused on family and then a season where you're focused on church and then maybe a season where you're in the marketplace yep. or you're focused in education or in, in different realms. So, yes. Yeah. Well, one of the words that um, I've been uh, focused on for a little while now is the word convinced. Mm. Um, and, you know, Paul Paul uses it a, a, a few times, certainly in, mm -hmm. in Romans. Romans mm -hmm. 8, he uses mm -hmm. it a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, one of them there, he says, I'm convinced that any suffering we endure is less than nothing compared to the magnitude of the glory. In another place, he says that I, we are convinced that every detail of our life is continually woven together to fit in God's perfect plan. So mm -hmm. out of being convinced, and I mean convinced in a right way, not convinced because that's what you want, but convinced because you know that that's the, that's the very thing that God yeah. has put on your life. When yeah. you're convinced of that, that convincing or that conviction yeah. or that persuadedness uh -huh. gives you an ability yeah. to be able to step into confidence. Yeah. Right? And so when you can yeah. step into confidence, it also gives you the ability to step into courage. Yeah. Right? And therefore step into conquest. Um, and so I've just been examining this the whole thing, in particular around the life of Joshua and, and, uh, and some That's other great. areas, is looking at what, what are you convinced of? Right. You know, are you convinced that, that you and, – and how have you been convinced? Are you convinced because other people see it on your life? Right. You know, are you convinced because you've had some prophetic words? Is, yeah. is it something that's 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 been in your arena, but you but you 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 and you've got a, a heart for it or sense for it, but it's not been something that you've convinced yourself of, but huh. you've been convinced of, and that's yeah. I think the difference is that we can talk ourselves into and out of and. All those sorts of things. The reality, if you, if you, you know, if you can talk yourself or you can talk other people into something, then somebody else, the enemy, can talk you out of it. But when you're convinced that you know that this is the area of your uh, influence, you know, particularly if, like if it's a marketplace, I know I'm convinced to be in the marketplace. I know I'm in this realm and this realm. So what what does it look like to you? Chris, when, when somebody is operating in their Metron or their sphere, what, is, what does that look like? 
Well, I think there's some markers. Um, one of the markers I look for is um, natural favor mm -hmm. in that area where um, they naturally have influence, like doors open mm -hmm. for influence mm -hmm. in it because it mm -hmm. is their metron. Um, you know, like people want to hear what they have to say, mm -hmm. right? They, they, you know, that type of influence. Um, and so that's one that I look for, like how well received are they in that sphere of influence? Um, because I think a lot of people push themselves into the wrong spheres and they, they don't have any influence because it's not where they're actually <laughs> supposed yeah. to be at, you know? Um, one of the other things I, I think I look for is that they are receiving revelation from the Lord on that Metron. Yeah. You know, um, they're not just passionate about it, but God is giving them divine keys of the kingdom for that sphere. And they're getting strategies for it. Maybe they're maybe they're getting um, some, and maybe this is a favorite thing. But they're getting divine opportunities mm -hmm. to influence in it, you know. And so, um, yeah, I think those are a couple of things that I look at. Um, and I, I've known a lot of people that have a Metron, but they don't want it mm -hmm. because they have a false belief about it, or they yeah. believe the lie that, yeah. like, for an example. Uh, someone recently mentioned that they had always felt called to be a pastor or a shepherd and they've avoided it their whole life. Mm -hmm. And yet they have a natural gift and ability in it, you know, mm -hmm. and um, they bring so much comfort and protection mm -hmm. to people. They don't mm -hmm. realize it, but they do, you know, so yeah. they have a Metron, but they haven't been able to embrace it yet because they've had a false belief around it. Have you ever been, uh, you know, having a discussion with somebody and they tell you that, um, you know, they they believe that they have this call into this area or that called is this or um, they, this is their sphere or whatever. And you, and you look at them and you're thinking, um, where did you get that from? Because I don't see that. <laughs> totally. Uh, you know, yeah. it's like Jesus. Jesus said, "You shall know them by their fruit." That's right. Right. So and and you have I mean, somebody telling like you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and so notice that I said that the Metron wasn't based on their gift mix. Yeah. It's the fruit. Yeah. Right. Like you can tell it a bit by the fruit, you know, and you can see people that feel like they're called to the church and they become pastors and they got a wake of hurt people behind them because it's not actually where they're supposed to be They're in, They need to be in a very different environment. Yep. You know, they're going to thrive in the business world right? Mm -hmm. Where there's high accountability and things are pretty cut and dry because you've got a bottom line that you're pressing into and you need to create that triple bottom line in the kingdom. But, you know, they, they're operating like a business in the church environment. And so when people need shepherding, they're getting their, they're getting wrung out, you know, because it's about performance, you know, or maybe mm -hmm. it's, it's these other things. So, you know, you do see people that feel called in into spaces and it's not based on your gift mix. No. That, so, that that will support you yeah. in whatever metron you're in. Hmm. So the the other thing that I noticed too is that um, um, what we would call authority, you know, it's like it's not yeah. people telling I've got authority here, but when they speak, it's like you listen. Like you can you can exactly. feel you yep. can feel weight on it. You can feel yep. like this is substance. You can feel like there's an authority here. So, for example, um, I have a very good friend who's extremely prophetic, 
and anything that they do prophetically, my ears are on red alert. I'm listening to every word they speak because that is such a metron of authority mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. And yet they want their metron of authority to be somewhere else. Yeah. And so I'm like, man, just embrace that. You know, I, I was watching, um, last night, um, uh, one of my favorite shows, which is MasterChef Australia. Okay. Uh, it's, you know, it's apparently we like one the of cooking the shows in our house for sure. Is, well, MasterChef Australia is apparently one of the best MasterChef in the world. I, but anyway, I, I have no doubt. Just, I have no doubt. I, I'm not I, even going to argue that. Anyway, so so it was an elimination night, and um, they brought a chef in um, who had this creation that they had to do the recipe of it. And he was a 26-year-old who was an executive chef of a very, very, very uh, fine dining restaurant in Australia. And I, I watched him. He's 26 years of age. He's been cooking since he was 15. You know, but he had an authority about him. He had a, he had a, um, not an air of superiority in any way, shape, or form. He was there was a great humility about him. But when he said something, he had authority. Like he spoke with authority. Wow. Um, and so you know, authority doesn't come with age. It comes with anointing. It comes with Ooh, being in the so right good. place. Are doing the right thing, so you've got things in alignment that you mm -hmm. that you operate into, and like the centurion knew that really well because he yeah. he said, "Listen, totally. uh, you Jesus, you just have to speak the word because you, you've got authority. Because I know a man who's under authority, because I know what authority comes from because it's I'm under authority. That's right. Um, and so what we find yeah. is that people trying to have authority in areas, but they're not submitted under authority." Mm. You know, they, they're not, they haven't, they haven't, you know, I mean, here we go, we go back to submission again. But they, they're not it's, submitted into a place. Um, and the, and they, if you ask them, well, why do you, why do you think this particular, well, you know, I've got some influence here. Or uh, it's in my heart. And it's, well, has it been confirmed? Well, it doesn't really matter. It's just, you know, got to do with me and the Lord. You know, I understand it, whatever else. Well, that isn't submission. Yep. You know, and submission is never about restriction. I think that's why a lot of people stay away from submission because I we've agree had some that. bad experiences yep. of submission. You know, people trying to restrict you. Um, it's 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 like for us. You know, you may and and Peter would 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 yep. never dream of trying to restrict somebody from their God given thing. Even though sometimes we can say something and it sounds like we're trying to restrict them, but we're not. Yeah, we're trying to help people discover. That's the that's the very thing on our life. So authority doesn't come because you just take authority. Authority throws because you're under authority. That's right. You know, we were talking beforehand just in in regards to um, this element of sonship and orphan mm -hmm. spirits, and I think mm -hmm. this is. Uh, something that can be overplayed at times where, you know, <laughs> we just assume someone's an orphan, but we're the one with the problem. So we got to be careful with that. That's not humility. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you look at um, Jack Frost's uh, spiritual slavery to spiritual sonship, he mm -hmm. um, has this comparative chart. And on the chart, he talks about uh, view of authority. 
right? View of authority as an orphan sees authority as a source of pain, distrustful toward them and lack of a heart attitude of submission. But a son sees authority as respectful, honoring. You see them as a minister of good of God for good in your life. Yeah. And, and, you know, the closer, the more that we're healed, the more we, we grow closer, the easier it becomes to submit. Yes. Right. The easier it becomes to give, give someone, submit something to somebody else for them to be able to help guide, direct, lead, and even give a boundary uh, because they, there's this thing where in that place, it's not just about safety. It's about empowerment. Yep. You know, like you're talking about. Yeah. So I think, um, that's a key thing when you just talked about safety, you know, if, if you know, if, if you just imagine your vehicle and um, a red light comes on a warning light, that means there's something you got to pay attention to. It's, mm -hmm. it's telling you that there's something not quite right here. You better get to the service center or you better get your manual out or, you know, Google it or whatever else to find out what this means. Um, because if you ignore that, you, you're going to be in a whole lot of trouble. Mm -hmm. And I think there's some warning lights that we can see, you know, and a, an inability to be able to submit. I don't mean uh, ask people for their agreement to something that you've already decided. Um, I mean to actually, you know, ask people in the very early stages, what do you think? You know, mm -hmm. what do you think is my yeah. sphere? or and, yeah. and not just to disregard it, but to actually take on board and have a few people I'm, I'm talking about people you trust i mean people that you know are healthy and you trust them and you, you give them authority to be able to speak yeah. into it but yeah. but not yeah. come because you want confirmation so of something but because you want to discover yeah what it is what that looks like yeah um and that could be the marketplace it could be a different business it could be a new business it could be a new ministry it could be a new well, you and I have seen this, you and I have seen this with people that we work with in coaching and consulting, yep. you know, the ones that are submitting, Hey, I'm trying to make this decision. Wow. What, what, like the spirit speaks and all of a sudden they get, not only are they able to make the right decision, but then the provision showed up for it. Yes. Yes. Like miracles happened. Yeah. You know, but if it wasn't submitted, they would have bought the other truck. Yeah, that's right. You know, like, like, you know, I mean, we're talking about a specific example, but yeah, you know, but yeah. it was really cool because they had a decision to make. And then we asked the Holy spirit, which one do you see? And we processed that. And then we're like, okay, well they wanted the, this one big one, but then they went with a smaller one because that was the one that the Lord was highlighting. They go with mm -hmm. that and then they make the order. And then was it within a day or two days all yeah. the extra money they needed came yeah, in just a few days yeah just a few days you know and i just am um i'm just constantly impressed with wherever you're at that that you know we're the bible is very clear about how we are to be as children of god and submitting to one another in love mm-hmm you know, and sometimes that's just laying down our need to be right or our need mm -hmm. to get what we want in the moment or what we think and being willing to let other people speak into it. Um, yeah. one, one of the other things just to get back on Metron is that um, 
I didn't know what my Metron was fully until some people called it out in me until some people that I willingly submitted to said, this is, this is your Metron. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that that's really important, right? I didn't even know what to do with it. Yeah. I have a clue, but stepping into it more and more and more because it is, it, it is who I am. And it is these, it is a Metron that I'm, I'm, I'm called to. Yeah, you know, I, I think the sphere should call you and not mm. be something that you push. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you know, I I, yeah. I think that you know I've seen too many people who would introduce me with their sphere as their title. You know, um, and and it's like they are not letting the gift make way for itself, mm. um, and they're describing what their calling is as their title rather than what it is that they're called to do. Yeah. And I, I, I think it, it, it really should draw you. You should be feel in a sense, a compelling or, a, you know, I'm being drawn in like iron filings to a magnet, you know, it's like, a, yep. you know, I, I just, I feel this drawing into it rather yep. than I'm trying to push it. And I know that there are battles that need to take place. I know Absolutely. that, you know, we, yep. we need to battle things. But I, yep. I find it difficult for people who tell me that they have constantly lived for 5 or 10 or 15 years in a bad, absolute battle all the time. Every single thing's a battle. I'm ten, I, I tend to, like, ask, well, mm. are you in the place that you should be? You know, are you, you know, well, yes, I am. And, you know, I'm called to battle, battle this and fight this. Um, and... You know, I, I know that there's warfare. I know that there are challenges, but I don't think we're meant to live in that environment all the time. Right. Well, and this is submitting your prophetic words to one another as well. Yeah. You know, like, hey, here's what I got. Here's what I'm hearing. Here's what the Lord said to me. And I'm submitting it because I don't, we don't see everything, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the beauty of community. Right. We can sometimes people see me far better than I see myself because I'm good at deceiving myself. I'm good at believing things about myself that aren't actually true, but I want them to be true. But it's not real yet. And so, yeah, it's good. to It's good to be able to have people that you can commit that to. Yeah. It's pretty easy to believe your own advertising, right? (laughs) All day, every day. All day, every day. Yeah, it's totally. probably not. It's probably not so easy to hear other people's advertising about you or their view of of, yeah. of you. Um, yeah, but that's where it's important to have people that you trust and that they can can see some things. Yeah, you know, like like you said, you know, with with ourselves twenty four seven, we become so used to. Well, we're supposed to be with ourselves twenty four seven. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, I know um, I'm a man. <laughs> Yeah, um, and and we you know we we become so familiar with ourselves and you know what we have and we think that's the next you know thing to go into. But when we consider that submission is for safety, you know it's for protection, then why wouldn't you want to have some people, even yeah. if they're going to say something, you know, and 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 people who are good friends and people that you know well and they got your heart, yeah. they're not going to rubbish you or try and hijack you into a completely no. different thing but they, no. they will they will want to you know help you to understand what's the very best thing for you yeah um and that's where it's important to 
you know, to to help people to understand. Because sometimes it can be like something needs to be adjusted. Right. And foundationally, yeah. that then makes a whole lot of sense. Well, I also, I, I wonder how many of us have, we just need to deal with our capacity and ability to uh, receive, mm -hmm. you oh, know, yeah. because, you know, I think a lot of times the Lord is using the people around us to clue us in, to help us discover our identity mm. and to help mm. us discover our Metron. And mm. we push back so hard because we can't mm. receive yeah. what they're giving us. And, and whether it's, you know, someone in authority that you're just not going to honor because you've got authority issues or whether it's somebody who you trust who offended you and now you've thrown mm -hmm. the baby out with the bathwater, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, there's all, all those types of things that come up and the enemy always, always attacks destiny through offense. Yes. You know, and creates, you know, unusual sized offenses, you know, where in any normal other situation, it would never have been that big. Well, the reason why it's big is because there's destiny on it. So, you know, that, that, that to me is like, it's just, I feel like we keep coming around to this stuff because I, I, I just sense that this is what revival will look like, you know, like it's part of what the kingdom is and what, what, uh, of heaven on earth is this radical trust and submission to one another. And then there's such authority and power that the church now operates in because we're, we're, we're done defending ourselves. Yeah. You know, we're done yeah. choosing to, well, I, I, this is where I'm going because my thing. Okay. Okay. All right. Great. And you know, there's a better way. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think it'll be there's, a huge mark of revival. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, how do we do relationship well, right? Because if the kingdom's relationship, then we're yeah. submitting to one another. Yeah. You know, and, and maybe this is something that Americans need to deal with more than other places. I don't know. But, you know, there is this reality of, all right, if you're going to declare independence, declare independence from the tyranny of, of demonic influence in your life. Declare independence from, you know, your pride. Declare, you know, like, get, you yep. know, make that declaration of independence against those things, but become fully dependent on the Lord and submitted to one another. Yeah. 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 Yep. And I think that that's, you know, we, we, we come back again to a discussion with sonship and, mm -hmm. um, you yeah. know, really, really sons, uh, in effect, know what to distance themselves from, sure, um, and yeah. what to and what to and what to come closer to, you know. And it's and that is always about relationship, and it's always mm -hmm. about, um, you know, um, not because that's that's where the prodigal son gets, you know, his revelation comes out of because he says, "I want to separate from you." I want to go and yeah. do my own thing. I want to be independent, you know, and um, and ends up coming back to and coming to his senses and coming back to where the father embraces him and says, "Okay, yeah. you've learned that lesson well. Now let's have a party, you know. Let's have 
let's have a celebration, let's have a banquet, let's celebrate the fact that, you know, you, you've got hold of these sorts of things. Whereas the older brother is still stuck in that, you know, I did this, I've always done this, you've never given me this, and all of those sorts of things. And the result that the father says is like, you could have had this at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think we keep coming back to some some key things, whether it's submission or whether it's 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 uh, and particularly it's submission. It's about discovering what's your metron, what's your what's your fear mm-hmm. of influence. And we certainly want to hear people to hear people to hear today that you all yep. have an yep, area right. of influence. You have yep. an anointing and, and an area, and yep. we don't want to we don't want people to keep themselves out of their sphere. Nor do yep. we want people assuming, uh, or assuming yeah. um, that that's their their sphere. We we do want to help people to be in the right place at the right time, doing the right things. Well, what if what if one of the first things that we did, if we know that we're called to a sphere of influence, is we just step back and look at the fruit to see if it's where we're really called. Yep. Or have somebody help you step back and look go. at the fruit. Yeah. 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 I've had to do that many times. I mean, we took a long time with our process when Meek and I stepped back to, to say, okay, are we just, mm-hmm. you know, the questions weren't long because the Lord was really clear with us. But you and Peter asked a lot of hard questions about my Metron. Mm-hmm. Okay. Was this really where you're called? Is this the thing that you're called to be doing? What does that look like? And how has mm. it looked like? What is the fruit? And what, okay, the bad fruit, is that because you're in the wrong Metron or yep. is it because you need more healing? <laughs> you yeah. know, like yeah. I don't, you don't get that by yourself in an island. Yeah. You know, yeah. well, let's pray. Um, yeah. I, it's just a good conversation. I, I do think that, um, the ability to trust other people and invite people into your process, right? Like mm-hmm. invite people into that thing that you believe you have a sphere of influence in, invite people to speak into that, you know, because they might not tell you what you want to hear, but it's what you need to hear. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that's really important, hum- humble and teachable place to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a humility um, yeah. that we you know step into. So you want to pray? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> God, I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for what you're doing. I thank you that you have called us into these spheres of influence, these areas that you've called us into to have authority Mm. and to carry leadership uh, for every believer. Every believer has a place that you've called them into. And so, God, I pray that you would just spark a hunger in the hearts of people to begin to pursue that thing that you're calling them to. And, Father, Mm -hmm. for all of the confusion and and any areas of confusion or lack of clarity, I pray, God, that you would just begin to lift the veil that has been over their eyes to see themselves clearly and to find people in their life that they can trust and that they can submit these things to for their input, for their advice, for the word of wisdom, for that word of knowledge. God, that you would strengthen by your spirit the calling and that election that is sure in you. And God, forgive us for the areas where we are striving to have impact in places you didn't call us to. Mm-hmm. 
So God, we lay that down before you right now. And we say, God, I only want to be positioned where you're positioning me. I only want to go where you're telling me to go. And Father, I pray for everyone who feels as if like the older brother, like, why can't I have that? Or why am I not getting that? Any of those mindsets, God, I pray that they would just be overwhelmed with your kindness and your love. That, Father, you do value them, that you see them. God, you do have a place for them. And, and Lord, we know that that this, this walk with you, this relationship with you is so much about the process, not the destination. Mm-hmm. And so, Father, we just embrace our process with you. And we mm-hmm. thank you, God, that you are raising up an army of submitting people who are willing to be teachable, who are willing to be humble and step in to their areas of influence, into their metrons with the authority that you have placed on them, not their own. Yes. And God, I thank you that that is going to bring revival to communities. It is going to transform um, in neighborhoods. It's going to transform mm. industries. It's going to transform mm. the education system. It's going to transform all of these areas, families and finance and and the mm. church and all these areas, God, because mm. we're walking in submitted authority mm. under the power of the Holy Spirit mm. with, with the ability to speak and see things move because it is where you've positioned mm. us to stand. Mm. And so, Father, I just thank you for a breakthrough mm. and release that in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Awesome. Thanks. Well, Thanks, Chris. Yeah. It was a good chat. And and yeah. again, um, please, if you enjoy this, share it out. If you think it's good for mm-hmm. someone to hear, send it to them in a message, send the YouTube link or whatever. Um, we've, we just hope this is a blessing. So, yep. all right. Amen. As always, love you. Love Talk you. to you later. Goodbye, everybody. Okay. Bye. Thank you for joining us today for this conversation. You can follow us, like, subscribe, and share out any of these episodes on Facebook, YouTube, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can go to insightnow.co. Have a great day.